Welcome back to another episode of uh, Spill the Beans. Wow. I am... If that don't show you where I'm at mentally, holy crap. I am tired. God bless you all for being here. I'm here for you. All right? I'm a day late. I'm sorry. Again. Failed. Again. You all got to understand how busy my week was this these last two weeks. Your boy's running on, on low fuel, low tank. Like, the gas is yelling at me at E. It's like, dude, fill up. And you're probably wondering what I run on. Mainly meat and chocolate. So that's why that's why I got some of the goods with me right now. I got some of the goods. I got, I got that eel fudge, the double stuff. Never get the singles. Trust me, when you get the double stuff... It's a game changer, and you can't go back to the single stuffed. I'm assuming Oreos have the same thing, but I'm not an Oreo guy, right? I got my milk, because I'm going to dip those motherfuckers in there, because that's how you're supposed to eat your cookies. You dip them in milk, you soak those motherfuckers, and you just let it absorb into your mouth, right down the hatch. <laughs> so you're probably like, Riley, what could you possibly be doing? For these last two weeks, three weeks, where you're just exhausted. Okay, I'll tell you. I'll tell you why. Firstly, I got some excitingly big news. Big news in the world of beans. Okay? I bought a townhouse. Yeah, go me. Yeah, it's great. So I had an inspection last week, made sure it was all running the way it was supposed to run. Yeah. And so I've been dealing with that, signing the papers, paying the monies, you know, because I'm a big boy now. I got that big boy energy. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, so I've been dealing with that. My mom flew back in this weekend. So I got to see my mama. She lives in Florida. So it was good to see her come back to good old state of Iowa for a weekend. So I spent time with her. And I got to spend time with my sister. Shout out to Lily at her 22nd birthday. It was her golden birthday. Um, one of the worst experiences of my life was building that balloon arch. Me and my grandfather and my mother, we all blew up these gigantic balloons. And let me tell you, it was uh, it was hard to keep a straight face doing that, man. It's, a, it's hard to keep a straight face. And those balloons taste like shit, too. It's like they just spray-painted them gold and then shipped it to us. And, like, the paint didn't dry. That's what it felt like, right? I had to drink a lot of beer just to get rid of that taste in my mouth, you know? And so we built this balloon arch, and it was beautiful, of course. Vindication! If you understand that reference, you understand that reference. Now... Yes, we built this beautiful balloon arch. There was these weird, like, little spaghetti hair things, right? That we had to rip apart and, like, tie. I don't even know what they were, dude. They were, like, streamers, but they were, like, streamers that were on, like, heroin. I don't know, man. They were just, they were not doing good. They weren't. So then we had all these people over for this surprise party that Lily... Semi didn't know what was going on, but kind of knew what was going on. Because she's smarter than the average bear, apparently. Can't can't slip one by old Lily. 
And so she comes in and we're all there and surprise. It's like that. And you sang her happy birthday, of course, in B minor. I don't know what that means. It just sounded smart. And, uh, yeah, she got a good song. Eat some sloppy joes and some baked beans, which was a great day. Drank some Dos Equis, which we've all established is the greatest beer on earth, right? Got a got a couple pods coming planned for the future, for the far, well, I shouldn't say far future, but it, it, it is going to be a little ways out. One of them, one of them is going to be a little ways out. The other one, just got to sit down, talk, figure out what the plan would be, build the plan, create the plan, execute plan and then let it let it do what it needs to do you know so we got a couple fun pods coming up man fun pods and then anyways then we went out into the old my old stopping grounds out there in the good old city of cedar falls where i graduated college i was getting flashbacks to my college days can't kick it like i used to though man can't Back in the day, the run with the best of them. It's like a wild Mustang. You know, that was my prime. I was a racehorse. I was winning. I was winning the. Find it. Where is it? What are the races? Oh man, I, I, I was winning them horse races, dude. I was a championship horse. Got championship DNA blood running through me, you know? But I'm not going to lie, this old championship horse is getting old. Can't can't run like she used to. He used to? Why did I say she there? That's interesting. Can't run like he used to. Can't. It's an old racehorse. I think I'm just going to tell people I'm an old racehorse now. I like that idea. Seriously, what are the horse races, though? Oh, my gosh. What are they? They wear the fancy hats and stuff, you know? And they juice the horses, and the jockeys are running on them. Running on them. <laughs> they're sitting on top of the horse, and then they're running with the horse. No, they're not running with the horse. They're just sitting on the horse, directing the horse where to go. And they, these horses, they all have crazy names, like 9 to 5, and like Adrenaline Rush, and... uh Cookies and like speed demon and like hell and back and then it's like butterscotch. They got some weird like the horse names are never like consistent. But you know you know butterscotch is a winner. That's a horse's that's a winning horse name. Butterscotch. Yeah. Galloping champion. Let's see that one. That one's definitely made up. They never have what they. Well, I don't know. Anyways, we got off track, but uh, I drank some beer that night. You know, smoked a cigar because I'm classy, and I was feeling good, man. I was feeling, I was feeling real good. You know, I stepped in a couple puddles. That sucked. You know, especially in my dudes, because my socks got all all wet. Not like super wet, but they got wet enough to irritate me, you know? And let me tell you, if I haven't talked about it yet, wet socks are like my biggest pet peeve, dude. It it triggers me. Like I can't focus 
Like I, t- I have to take my socks off and then I have to be barefoot in my shoes. Like I can't wear the socks. I freak out. I'm, I'm not even lying to you. Like I, it, it's like, it's a freak out. It's borderline, you know? So I, I'm kind of like mm, about it, you know, got, got a little bit. <laughs> it, it's a, it's a little, I might have a little tism. I'm not going to lie to you. I might have a little bit of tism. I took the test, you know, it's a possibility I got the tism. I'm not even saying that to make a joke. I'm being serious. I might have a little bit of it. Not a lot of it. But I might have a little bit of there. Might be a little sprinkled in there. But, uh, uh, oh man, I'm getting so distracted. Uh, yeah. So then we hit the bars, you know, that's always, if I got, I, I, I ain't got it in me anymore, man. I got, I get so tired. I got to sleep in for the first time on Sunday and forever, dude. It was the best thing in the world. And I was still tired when I got up, man. Just exhausted. Just playing up, straight up, exhausted. So, oh yeah. And then, uh, this might also be why I was a little bit tired. I got my tattoo. Yeah, I got my tattoo. Uh, for those of you wondering, it's the number 78. Okay. It's right here on my chest. Number 78 stands for, uh, find it <laughs> dude i'm so happy okay no i was gonna say something clever like 78 stands for the amount of women that i've like that were attracted to me but then again it was like or do i go the route of 78 is the women that i've been rejected by so it's like you could go either way with that but no the number 78 is my grandpa's state trooper badge number. So, um, shout out to to Grandpa Denny. Is that that yes for him? It's on my chest. So when it's all healed up, and there's not dried blood on my chest, I'll show it off for the pod, just for the pod. Well, no, that's not true. I gotta show it off for the ladies, because the ladies love it, man. They love them tattoos. I think it's because it shows that you can handle a little bit of pain, right? And so that went straight to my head because now I'm like, I could withstand anything. You break my leg, it wouldn't be nothing. Twist my wrist, it would be nothing. Finger therapy, who needs finger therapy? It's just a stubbed finger. You ever stub a finger? It's embarrassing. Especially if it's on like a basketball or something, you just miss the pass and, and you stub your finger, it's the worst. It's the worst stubbing your finger, I swear. Where was I going with that? Stubbing my finger. Oh yeah, how tattoos attract the ladies. So we'll see. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to woo some, right? I gotta take a picture shirtless, but I gotta make it look natural, you know. So I don't know if I'm gonna be swimming with it, and my shirt's gonna be off, and it's gonna be like, ooh, there's a tattoo, or you know, it might be one of those things where I like. Like it shows through the bro tank or something, and they get a nice little view of my side boob. You know, my side boob. Maybe, maybe that'll get them. I don't know. Women, you tell me if that'll work. What what picture should I use to like look natural, of course, but to get them attracted to the amount of pain I can handle? Because I can handle a lot of pain now. I sat in a chair for 30 minutes and got two numbers tattooed to my chest in ink. Forever. Forever. It's going to be awesome. It'll never fade. 
great number, 78. And uh, it, I was worried I was going to get too big, and then I was going to look like a NASCAR driver. Not that NASCAR drivers aren't, like, cool, right? Because they race really fast cars, and they got that jet engine fuel running through their bloodstream, right? But, you know, I didn't want to look like a walking advertisement every, t- every place I went, you know? Like, oh, man, are you a race car driver? I didn't want to deal with that. I'd be a hell of a good race car driver, though. You know that? I would be a hell of a good race car driver. You should see me in Mario Kart, dude. Throw them red shells. I could do that in NASCAR. Right? Right? Dude, actually, let's be honest. I would be a better pit crew guy, like a good crew manager, like over the mic. Uh, you know, because all you have to be is like, hey, hey, two, down there. Is that that's That's my race car driver. He's number two. We call him Deuce. So we'll just be like, Deuce, you got a pass number, number six zero up there. He's dragging low, riding low up there. You got to, you got to, you got to grind out. You got to, you got to turn left there. See how easy that is? Because they all turn left. They all turn left. It's easy. And you just call out numbers. The numbers are always changing. Hey, number 43, he's on, he's on your rear. He's on your tail flaps there. Bruce, gotta get out of there. Gotta get out of the hole. Vroom, vroom, motherfucker. Get a go. Get a go. See, I'm on it. I should be a pit crew guy. Guys, I might retire and go do that. That'd be really good. Real good. But, yes, NASCAR stuff. Oh, what else? Sturgis. Tired. Yeah, I'm tired. I'm so tired. This week, I'm so excited for this week. I got nothing planned this weekend. I got nothing planned this weekend. I realize that the 4th of July is coming up, too. I always think of Fortunate Sons. It ain't me. It ain't me. I ain't too fortunate son. I think I'm close. Sounds something like that. But, uh, dude. Love, I love me some Fourth of July. We'll get we'll get more into that in the next episode because it'll actually be close to the Fourth of July. We might light this some bitch up with some red, white, and blue. I don't know yet. I don't know yet, but we'll figure out something. We will. So, yeah, I think we transfer over to uh, to the old to the old whiteboard topic. But before I do, I should probably talk a little bit more about the townhouse I got because I just realized I didn't tell none of y'all about it. Right? It's a townhouse. It's a three-bedroom. It's got a finished basement. Yeah. It's awesome. Got to do some minor repairs, some little cleaning, a lot of paint. A whole lot of paint. But I tell you what, when it's all said and done, your boy's going to be living nice and good. And I can't wait for this next podcast room. It might be a little tinier than this room. So I got to figure out how that's all going to do what it needs to. But I'm super pumped. Because it's going to be have its own room. And then I'm going to have a spare room, you know, for guests. In case somebody wants to come chill out with your boy. Because I'm assuming that there's going to be some people that want to hang out with me. Because I think I'm kind of cool, but I don't know. I haven't ate one damn cookie. I'm going to eat a cookie. 
Not that you guys needed to hear me say that, but if the podcast people are listening, they're going to be like, why did you stop talking? It's because I needed a cookie. It's that EL fudge. Okay? I'm going to show you right now how to eat these things. Okay? You take this giant glass of milk, pour it in there. You got to go feet first on the elf because you, you don't got enough grip on the feet there. You see that? And so then you dunk him almost all the way in. You count to like 10. Okay. And you take that bat some bitch out. Mmm. That is perfect. Oh my gosh, I outdid myself. I'm gonna have another one. Ten. For the viewers at home, it's ten for them EO fudge double stuff in the milk. Nine. Ten. Mmm. Perfect. Mm. Oh, yeah, that's great. Anyways, and then uh, real quick, too, and then we'll get into the whiteboard topic. I think I'm going to get a dog, too, but I got to wait till I get all moved in, all settled. But that dog's got to be under 30 pounds. Okay, so here, here's the, the, the dogs right now that, that I'm at right now. Okay, beagles, thinking about a beagle, because, you know, Shiloh was a good book, right? Okay, that's number one, because, again, they have to be under 30 pounds. Number two, this is not in any order, I'm just saying there's different options. Number two, we got corgi, okay, I've been 50-50 on them corgis, or 50-50 on those corgis. Number three, a wiener dog, because let's be honest, I don't think you can have, ever have a bad day with a wiener dog. I name him Richard, right? I mean, it's right there. He he comes in waddling in. You have the worst day of your life, right? And you go, hey, Dick, how's it going? <laughs> and when he's a little puppy, he can be little Richard. And if he gets real fat, you can just call him Jode. I know I'm not the only one who's come up with that, but still. And, uh, yeah, so I'm determined you can't have a bad day with a wiener dog. Number three. Number four, we got we got, a, we got an interesting one, but I like the way they look. It's a Shiba Inu, and that's the, that's the meme dog, the one that's super buff. Yeah, those are under 30 pounds, and I'm interested because they look cool. They do. They look great. You know, and then you got like some terriers, maybe a bulldog or two. I think it'd be kind of funny to have a bulldog. I am worried that they drool a lot. I, I don't I don't like to drool too much, you know. <laughs> so if you got a dog under 30 pounds that you're like, it was the best dog ever. Let me know. But here's the deal. Okay. This is why I like I think dog like I don't like the full breed dogs because I know that that has a lot to do with like incest and like bloodlines and of course leads to health issues. But I also am like, you know, all dogs are based on personality more than actual breed, right? I mean, obviously they all were bred for different jobs. You know, you got them huskies that were meant as sled dogs, right? You got the herding dogs, you know, and you got hunting dogs, tracking dogs, I wonder if tracking and hunting is the same thing, probably. 
You got them security dogs. You got them swimming dogs. You got them flying dogs. Of course, you got Air Bud. That dude was playing basketball, volleyball, soccer, um, tennis. That dog was all of that dog was a once in a lifetime athlete. We will never see anything like that again. Everybody talk, out here talking about LeBron and Serena. Airbud needs more conversation. And he had puppies, dude. His kids, he had five of them. Bro, they helped out Santa Claus. You looked that shit up. They did. They saved Santa. They did a bunch of other stuff too. I think I think, you know, I think they're talented enough for a whole sports division. But my point is. You know, we got dogs for everything. So, I just need a dog to help me keep my shit together. Help me go on walks and stuff, you know? So, that's where we're at. Alright, so, my whiteboard topic of the day. Everybody's been wondering. It is Indiana Jones. Because the Dial of Destiny is coming out this week. And let me tell you, I am so excited for this movie, man. I'm so excited. Directed by the same guy who directed Logan. The last Wolverine movie before Deadpool 3. I'm pumped. I'm hoping to God this is just a good ending for Indiana Jones. And I'm hoping if they reboot it, they cast me as the next Indiana Jones. Because I have been told I look exactly like Harrison Ford. Which, I see it. I really do. We have that same fun, lovable personality. So, for me to get that role, you know, it's got to be another 10, 15 years before we let it reboot. You know, i got to be 35, probably. 35, 40. You know, and then we'll wrap out up like 10 of them. Because why not? But, man, I got to tell you, Indiana Jones, is the Raiders of the Lost Ark, the first one, probably one of my favorite movies all time. Easily. It's right up there. So good. Uh, these movies are iconic. Indiana Jones is one of the best heroes in a movie franchise ever. Okay, and I'm happy to say that. I'm proud of it. Um, you know, this new one, I don't know what to expect. It looks like they're going back. Fighting Nazis for the third time. Really like to beat up Nazis. Honestly, it's a safe pick. Fuck them Nazis, dude. You know? I'm glad. Glad they're getting shot. You know what I mean. They're evil. Nazis were evil. So, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what this Dial of Destiny does. But we're going to find out. Now I'm excited to find out. I just want to also see if old Harrison Ford still got it in him. Still got that kick. I heard he's doing some of his own stunts. So, because I think he got hurt on set at one point. I think he did. I'm not 100% sure. So I'm excited for this movie, man. It's going to be sweet. So, without further ado, without further ado, go to the whiteboard, man. And we are at... The whiteboard. Now, before we get started, of course, give me one second. Because this is not an Indiana Jones episode, if I'm not wearing the long-rimmed fedora chants. It's a fedora. It's not a safari hat. Okay, let's get that out of the way right now. Come at me if you think it's otherwise. Look that up. It's a long-rimmed, see that? Long-rimmed fedora. Look it up. 
Sorry. Had to get that out of the way. Again, I also apologize. This one might be a little bit shorter, ladies and gentlemen, because I said I was tired. I was busy hanging out with my sister and her fiance, Brady, and my new adopted brother, Trace. So, I was busy hanging out, having a good time. But let's get on, let's, let's focus up, okay? Indiana Jones, break it down. Okay, so let's break down Indiana Jones as a character, okay? He is an archaeologist and a professor at a college. Do I remember which college? No, because it's not important, okay? He is a archae he is an archaeologist. Okay. Archaeologist. Okay, for those of you who don't know what archaeologist is, they dig up old stuff and then they read they discover it again, pretty much. So, like if I lost my wallet and I got buried in the ground and it was lost for thousands of years, some dude just digs it up and finds my wallet and he's like, Whoa, this is a wallet. That this guy Riley owned. He seems like he's pretty cool and cute. So that's that's archaeology. Breaking that down to its core. Digging up stuff. Those are the people that find dinosaurs. But he never finds dinosaurs. That's Trust me, it's weird that an archaeologist doesn't go for dinosaur bones. He goes for other stuff, right? But the other stuff he goes for is cool, right? So he travels around the world, finds artifacts, because it belongs in a museum. Museums are important, okay? I'm not going to write museums up there. There's no point, right? I still think museums are boring, but Indiana Jones does not, all right? Another quality trait of Indiana Jones, he is a ladies' man. That dude is smooth as butter. In the, in the first, in the original trilogy, he's got a different woman every movie, okay? First movie, it's like this love-hate relationship. Which, by the way, they're all love-hate relationships. Um, I think that's that's how he's got his fire, you know? So, and it, like, the, yeah, yeah. So, it's a different lady every time, okay? And then the fourth one, it's the same lady from the first one, okay? That's important to remember. Number five, I don't know who the lady's going to be. Okay, I don't know who, it, who it's going to be. All right, he's a ladies' man. All right, now weapons of choice because this is important. He's got to defend himself, right? First of all, or I should say, what does Indiana Jones look like? Let's start there. Right, he's got the wide-brimmed fedora that he loves very much. He was given it to him as a child, right? And some other archaeologist adventure person gave him his hat, and then he's worn it ever since. Okay. Number one, archaeologist thing. Yes, I don't know where I was going with that. So, hat, number one. Number two, he's always wearing a leather jacket of some sort, right? Why? Because he's boss. That's why I wear a leather jacket, if I'm being completely honest with you. It's because of Indiana Jones, right? Now, he's always wearing some form of khakis, both shirt and shorts slash pants slash long shirt, okay? Some form of khakis, all right? 
Why? Because it's breathable, and if it gets dirty, you can't really tell. Sometimes he rips the sleeves off because he's a badass. Sometimes the shirt just comes off in general because he's a badass. So mainly khakis, all right? Then, he's, like I said, he's got a satchel. He's got a nice little satchel so he can store his information and his maps and his guides. Right, and you know, if he ends up taking some some artifact back with him, he's got a place to put it. All right, and finally, we get to his weaponry. Okay, he's got this is one of the most iconic Indiana Jones thing is the whip. Okay, or if you are Chandler from Friends, okay, the whip. It's iconic. All right, and he can you do what he does with a whip in real life? Not as good. Okay? Not as good. All right. And then also, he's got a nice six-round revolver. Okay? He's got a revolver. Because he's not stupid. Right? Sometimes you just need a gun. Right? Literally, there's a scene of why you bring a gun to a knife fight. Okay? And that is another important factor of Indiana Jones, is his... Quit and charm. Okay? He's smart. But not just book smart. He's street smart. He knows his stuff. You know, he can speak Latin and Greek and all these other languages. Alright? Just so he can find treasure. Alright? He's a badass. So, that's Indiana Jones at his core. All right, and why he's such a cool character? Because he will do anything to find history and get it into a museum. That's his whole thing. Oh, also, another character trait: he does not like snakes. Okay, just like how I don't like ticks. Snakes are a no-go. He don't like snakes. Why is it always got to be snakes? I don't know, but he don't like them. Okay. That's Indiana Jones and his core of a character. One of the best movie characters of all time. All right. He is played in all five movies by the great Harrison Ford. I don't need to go any further than that. You know who he is. Okay. He was in Blade Runner, he was in Star Wars. Indiana Jones is kind of his thing. All right, he loves Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones dies with him according to him. Okay? Now, there are five movies in the Indiana Jones franchise, all right? The first one, and arguably the best one, is Raiders of the Lost Ark. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Number two is... Uh, Easily the creepiest of the five. Temple of Doom. Number three, which is also arguably the best one, is Last Crusade. Number four, the one we don't talk about, Kingdom of the Crystal. Skull. Okay? And the new one is Dial of Destiny. And we'll just write that one down here. Dial 
of Destiny, okay? And let's be real, I don't know jack shit about that movie yet, right? You'll hear my initial thoughts next week, but Dial of Destiny is the new one. I know jack shit besides he's fighting Nazis again. All right, so let's break this down, all right? Now, obviously, there's an artifact in each one that is important, okay? Raiders of the Lost Ark, it is the Ark of the Covenant from the Bible, okay? This is where they stored the Ten Commandments. Wow, it took me a second to come up with Ten Commandments. But that is what they store in the, the Ten Commandments. This is what God was like. This was the essence of God himself was in the Ark of the Covenant. Essentially, like only one group of the twelve tribes of the Israelites were allowed to even move this thing. And if you touched it, the mere holiness of God would kill you on the spot. And that is the Ark of the Covenant. Crazy power. So, that's number one. Number two, Temple of Dune. I don't know what these are called, but we're just going to call them Bloodstones. Okay? I know that's not right, but they're like five red rocks. Okay? And they are important in this town because it keeps this, this village at peace. I want to say it's a village in Africa, but I'm not 100% sure. Okay, but it keeps... It's village at peace, and they get stolen. And so Indy's got to go find where they went. All right? Because otherwise the land is cursed until they get it back. Last crusade, which is bad, badass one as well. They go after another Bible item, the Holy Grail, which is the cup that Jesus drank out of in at the Last Supper. And it said, if you drink out of it, you get eternal life. Crazy. Just because Jesus drank out of it. So, another holy item. All right? That's number three. Number four, this is why we don't talk about number four. Literally, it's an alien skull. Made of crystal. That can do, like, mind shit. Cannot make this up. So... Main themes. Cool biblical item. Voodoo rocks. Cool biblical item. Aliens. I don't know why. You can tell which ones did really well and which ones didn't do too well. Okay? Alright. Those are the five movies. Now, where was I going with this? Okay. Yes. Hmm. Maybe. No. Okay. So, there are... Indy has some essential companions in all of these movies. I'm just going to give you the ones that I think are important, okay? Now, in these first three, and I don't know if he's in the fourth one. I didn't look it up. But Marcus Brody. Okay. He is like Indiana Jones's boss. He sends him out to go find artifacts, all this other stuff. He likes artifacts just as much as Indiana Jones does. Okay? And he knows that the work that Indy does for the college, outside of the college, is just as important as what he does when he teaches. All right? Marcus Brody, he's a cool dude, also a friend of Indy's dad. Okay? Let's see here. And in Temple of Doom, 
you have short round, okay? The kid from the Goonies, also the man who won an Oscar last year on his, in his comeback into Hollywood. All right, I believe his name is Ki Huai Kwan. Oof. Oh, I, I probably butchered that a little bit, but I gotta I, I gotta give the guy his flowers because he was excellent in this movie. Ki Hoi Kwan. I think I said it right. Okay. Phenomenal actor, just a genuinely good dude from what I can tell. Okay, obviously I've never met the guy, but I'd love to meet the guy. He seems like a cool dude. Right? He was the main like assistant to Indiana Jones in number two. In number three, it was John Connery. As his father, Henry Jones, okay? So, we're just going to say Jones Sr., okay? Who was phenomenal in that movie, and it saddened me so much that we only saw Indy's dad in one movie, okay? Indy's dad, his whole life mission was to find the Holy Grail. That's, like, the main thing about his... His dad there. All right. Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, the main partner in crime here is Indy's son, a.k.a. Shia LaBeouf. I'm going to butcher how to spell his last name. I, I apologize, Shy, if you ever see this and we're buddies down the road, okay? But Shia LaBeouf is his son. No, Shia LaBeouf is not in Dial of Destiny. It is a tragedy, I know. And I mean, I mean that sincerely because I love Shia LaBeouf as an actor. Okay, and now he is the son of the first woman. Okay, Marion. Okay, that's his son, which would also be or her son as well as Indy's son. Okay, and he's one of those cool dudes, kind of a greaser from like Greece, you know, the movie where he's got all his hair slicked back and he thinks he's a cool dude, right? And he's got the leather jacket just like his paw. And yeah, that's Shia LaBeouf. You're probably wondering who the main like partner is for Raiders. It's definitely Marion, which is also his love interest. Okay, uh, this lady in this one, I can't remember her importance. But he does, Indy does this sweet move with her at the end of the movie where he like grabs the whip, pulls her in, and then like makes out with her. It's pretty badass. I was trying to think if you could do that in real life, but I feel like you would just like smack the shit out of her belly, you know? Like there would be whip marks. <laughs> and, oh, sorry, my mind went there. And then, yeah, so Marion, some chick, and then. Another blonde chick, right, who, uh, let's just say, she turns out she's not a very cool lady, okay? But I don't want to get too far into it. But she's very attractive. She might be the most attractive out of the three, to be quite honest with you. Honestly, she is the most attractive out of the three. So. And then, obviously, it's Marion in the fourth one, and I have no idea who's in the fifth one. But yeah, just know Indy gets his ladies. All right. So. Oh, yes. And this one, this guy is in one, three, and five. It's been confirmed that he's back. 
It's our boy, So he helps Indy track down the Ark of the Covenant. He helps Indy and his Indy's dad to get the Holy Grail. And he's helping him in Dial of Destiny. It's going to be awesome. Because I really don't know what else that actor is in. So it's great. It's great to see these guys coming back. All right. Man. I feel like I didn't talk that much about Indiana Jones. Did I really only have 15 minutes of content for this? Oof. You know what? We're just going to do a quick Google search. Indiana Jones. He talking point. <laughs> what? Okay. I don't know. I don't know what I was doing there. But yes, that is Indiana Jones, the movies. Okay. If you're wondering if Indy is based on anything else, I'm they, they probably wrote some books on him. But I don't I think that was after the movies. Um Indiana Jones, fun fact, was created after George Lucas made Star Wars. He thought Star Wars was gonna bomb. So him and Steven Spielberg go to this beach and they come up with the idea for Indiana Jones. Okay, let me rewrite that up there because I feel like that's missing. Indy Anna Jones. Okay. Um, some iconic scenes in Indiana Jones. Do I want to do that? Yeah, so obviously there's the boulder scene with Alfred Molina, okay, where he's running away from the boulder. This is Indy in his hat. Okay, running. Okay, he's running. Because he doesn't want to get crushed by this giant boulder. All right. That's an iconic scene, and that's the beginning of the first one. Uh, did I say Alfred Molina is in it? Because he is in it. Just I, I did say that. He's in the first, like, five minutes. It's kind of crazy once you think about it. Okay. Um, let's see here. I'm just going to go look at some other iconic scenes. Because, you know, I just need to. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yes. For Temple of Doom, there's this uh, crazy scene on a bridge. Right? They're on this, like, rickety bridge. And then Indy's in the middle because there's a bunch of guys. Surrounding him out here and on this side. And Indy's in the middle. His hat. And he's like trapped on the boards. And of course, his shirt's off. And ripped and dirty. Because he's that guy. Okay, that's an iconic scene from the second one. Also, by the way, the second one is probably the creepiest of the three. Right? That's what I should just be talking about. I should just be talking about plots of each movie. Because, let's be honest. I kind of already touched on what they're going after, but I don't really talk about the plots of each one. So let's do that, okay? In Raiders. Alright, the plot of the movie is the Nazis are trying to get the Ark of the Covenant. Because they think if they can get the Ark of the Covenant, 
that they will win the war because they'll use its power for evil purposes, okay? Which is ironic because they wanted to kill all the Jews. So it's like, you want to kill all of them, but you acknowledge that their god is the most powerful. Right? Okay, so yes. So Indy goes to find the Ark of the Covenant. He goes to Egypt and a bunch of other places. It's been a while since I've seen the first one. And it's one of my favorite movies, so that should say something, okay? Temple of Doom. Like I said, he goes to Africa. I really should have done some more research on this. I apologize. Uh, picks up Short Round. And then, like, uh, he has invited this king's palace, right, with this prince. And this prince is like, you need to help our country. And then it turns out that some voodoo shit's going on, mind control is going on, and, like, they can rip people's hearts out. Dude, it's scary. I'm going to be honest with you. Temple of Doom, if you're not ready for it, it will freak you out, dude. It really will. It is freaky. Freaky. Okay? Temple of Doom. Done. <laughs> Last Crusade. Okay? Last Crusade. Uh, Indy's dad was recruited to look for the Holy Grail. And then uh, his dad gets uh, kidnapped and lost. So Indy has to go to Italy to go find him. And uh, yeah, and then shenanigans ensue. The Nazis, turns out, they want eternal power. Again, really weird that they go to the god of the people they hate the most. Isn't that weird? Maybe that's why they were so scared of him. Because they knew their god was the real god. You know? My god. Strong dude. Right? And then the aliens... Something happens with Shy. Like I said, it's not important. We don't talk about the fourth one. Okay? Yeah. That's where we're at. So, I guess here are my hopes and dreams for Dial of Destiny. Okay? Dial... Dial of Destiny. We're just gonna... Because we don't know what's going to happen at this moment of time that this is released. We have no idea what's going to happen with Dial of Destiny. So here is my hopes and dreams of Dial of Destiny. First of all, what do I think it's about? Dial of Destiny. I think it has something to do with time travel. Do I want it to be about time travel? No, but there's a lot of flashbacks. And my guess is the Nazis think if they can go back in time, they can win the war. That's just a theory. That's my theory. Okay? So, because Nazis are the bad guys here. Alright? Now, what's my prediction for the Nazis? Whatever remaining person of the Nazis, they will be taken out for good. Permanently gone. It'll be the last of the Nazis. The last Nazian. Okay? They're gonna take him out. Bam! And I hope Indiana Jones puts a bullet right in his forehead. Takes him out. Okay? That's the Nazis. Um, obviously, Indy's going to have a love interest. I don't know who it's going to be. I wonder if it's going to be Marion again. I saw that she's in this movie or on IMDb. So I hope I hope he gets. You know, let's be real. Be settled down with her. I hope he settled down with Marion. 
because I know they got back together at the end of the fourth one. So I hope I hope they settled down. He became a good father to old Shy. Maybe had another kid or two. Probably not. Because Shy was pretty. I want to say Shy was college age in those movies in the fourth one. Either way, I hope he settled down, and I hope you know he he still has some fun. Okay, love interest. Uh, I want some crazy good whip action. Honestly, though, if the whip dies, I would cry. Like, if the whip, like, it's got one last good crack, and it, like, tears apart and dies, and he's like, you were the best of us. But no, I want some good whip cracks, right? Just because he's 80 don't mean he still can't use it right, okay? You know, I want some good humor. I want some good humor, all right? What else do I expect from this movie? That's a great question. I just hope, oh, this dial is really cool. I hope the dial is dope. And I hope that, honestly, I hope it's not about time travel because I think these can get away from themselves a little bit. Like, at least, like, the first and third one were actual artifacts, right? Can you imagine if we found the Ark of the Covenant? That'd be insane. All right, and that's a real thing. So, I don't know. When they when they get into this, it's like, oof. Oof. Because if it does time travel, who knows? Maybe this reboots Indiana Jones as a whole. It won't, though. It won't. Because, like I said, it it's, it's the ender. It's the end-all, be-all of Indiana Jones. And then I hope I hope they ride him off in the sunset set. I hope he doesn't die. Do I think he will die? I will give him his dying chance of 50%. Because look, he is in his 80s. All right? If they kill Indy off, will it be sad? Tremendously. But at the same time, if he's sacrificing himself by taking out Nazis, like takes out some of these guys. Great. That's a good way to go. You took out the rest of the Nazi regime with you. That's kind of like the most American badass thing you could do. Kill Nazis. All right. I can see him making the sacrifice move. Okay. Would it be cool if he passed the mantle on to his son? Yes. Will they do it? No. I can almost 100% bet Shia LaBeouf does not make an appearance in this movie. And it would have been really cool if it, he would have passed the mantle on to him. Like, being like, here you go, son. Give him the hat. But like, I'm retired. So, yeah. Do I got anything else that I want to talk about with Indy? Guys, this is a lot shorter than I thought. I kind of freeballed this. You guys know this. That I freeballed it. But... That's that's part of the fun, letting you guys know I'm free balling, uh, and I am actually free. I am actually, but <laughs> besides the point, besides the point. Okay, I think that's everything. I think it's everything. First four directed by Steven Spielberg. Last one, James Mangold. Okay, same guy who did Logan. That's why I have confidence that this movie is going to go out with a bang. Indy's going to go out with a bang. But it's also like, 
I don't want anything where it's like you got into a fridge in a nuclear town and survived the nuke because you were in a refrigerator. That happened, by the way. That 100% happened in that movie. That's why we don't talk about Kingdom of Crystal Skull. Because it's bullshit. They try to mind read. It's like, whoa, no. Aliens should not be real. I mean, they are aliens real? That's a whole another topic for another day. I feel like somebody else would have to come on to try to convince me that they are. But let's be real here. Okay. Do I want it, do I want aliens to be a part of Indiana Jones? No. Why did they not do this? Is one thing that I wish they would have done with Indiana Jones. Okay. By the way, he does have a TV show that I saw on Disney Plus. All four movies, by the way, are on Disney Plus. So don't spend money renting it if you have Disney Plus. It's one of the good things about Disney Plus. One of the very few good things. They have Indiana Jones. Okay? So, where was I going with this? Yeah, I wish they would have done some, like, real treasure. You know? Some real treasure. Like, he would have hunted for some, like, or, or some crazy artifact. Or maybe, like, it would have been cool if he would have fought some, like, Canadians over dinosaur bones. And be like, no, that T-Rex bones belongs in a museum. And he's like, but I found it. Ah, you know, that would have been cool. Dinosaur, because let's, let's be real. I just had a crazy cool crossover idea. And I think <laughs> you'll, you'll know where I'm going with this. You'll know where I'm going with this. Hold on one second. I want to make sure that I'm not crazy. Okay, yes, I'm not crazy. Okay, so because they were both done by Steven Spielberg, imagine if they would have done a crossover of Indiana Jones and Jurassic Park. Okay, they ask Indy into Jurassic Park because they're like, hey, you know, we want to make sure these are authentic dinosaur bones. And he's like, no, these should not be messed with. You shouldn't be trying to create life. And they're like, but we got to try to bring animals back because it's crazy that they went extinct. And he's like, but Indy's like, no, you need to leave them dead. And then you watch Indiana Jones fight dinosaurs for two hours and 30 minutes. I just came up with a brilliant movie. Brilliant. Oh, I'm so mad that wasn't a thing. Can you imagine Prime Harrison Ford going up against dinosaurs in Jurassic Park? They've been awesome. And then imagine if the Nazis were trying to get their hands on this technology for dinosaurs and you had Nazis riding T-Rexes as Indiana Jones is trying to beat them all. And he somehow comes up with an idea to activate a volcano and have a meteor hit the island, blow the island up. I think I just came up with the next blockbuster movie. Indiana Jones, Jurassic Park. I'm going to freaking write that book, movie, comic thing. I haven't decided how I'm going to do it, but I will write the shit out of that. That is my idea. I came up with it. No one else take it. Okay, actually, forget that I even thought of it. It's my idea. No one think of it. It's all gone. You don't remember. I'm going to use a Jedi trick right now. You did not hear me say that cool idea. You did not hear me say that cool idea. Okay, cool. A Jedi mind tricked you. You forgot my great on-the-spot idea. 
my great pitch for that movie, no one say jack shit. It's mine. Okay? Mine. Now, on that note, I can't top that. That was a brilliant idea. I'm so happy with myself. Okay? If you like this content, dude, you need to go to our YouTube page, Magic Beans Productions. You need to hit the subscribe button. I don't know where it is on the screen, but it's somewhere. Okay? You hit that subscribe button. And then you hit the like button, because you're like, I like this stuff. And then there's this cool little arrow thing, okay? It looks like this. It looks like this, okay? Boom. Bam, 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 bam. It looks kind of like that. That's a share button, dude. Find a buddy. that you're like, you know what? You'd really enjoy this guy's content. You smack that share button. And you send it over. And he's like, oh, dude, this is great. And then he hits the share button. And he sends that to his buddy. And it just goes on and on and on. Until it hits everybody. All right? Share button. Subscribe button. Okay? That's the YouTube portion. Right? Now, I am everywhere you find podcasts. Okay? You might be listening to me on Apple iTunes. Okay? You might be listening to me on Google Play. You might be listening to me on Spotify. Or, you know... Not Stitcher, because Stitcher's being a butthole to me. Someday I'll figure you out. Stitcher. Okay? I'm on the Amazons, right? You know where they ship them packages? Yeah, I'm there too. All right? So we got that out of the way. All the listening platforms, okay? Now, go to my socials. Okay? Go find Magic Beans Productions on Instagram. Hit the follow button. Share our clips to your friends. Like our clips. Comment on our clips. I won't read the comments and I won't look at how many likes, but do it for me. Okay? Get it out there. Spread the word. All right? And then go to our TikTok page, Magic Beans Productions. Okay? Where we post all those fun shorts, right? That you see. All those little highlight clips. Okay? That's just another way to get your clips. All right? So then you followed me on TikTok. You followed me on Instagram. Then you realize, man, I really like listening to this dude talk. He's got a stellar voice. And he's pretty cute, too. He's got a nice-looking butt. Where else can I listen to him talk? And what else can he talk about? Which is everything. And you're like, you know what? It would be really cool to, to listen to him talk about comic books. That's right. You're going to go to JP and the Beans Talk. That's our sister-slash-brother channel. Probably our brother channel. Where... It's me and my buddy. His name's JP. It's in the title. We talk about comic books. We talk about all the movies that are going on right now. And we have fun conversations. We just did one on The Flash. It's, that movie was in. It was great, nonetheless. It was a great conversation to have. So then you go to our Instagram page as well for that. That's JP and the Beans Talk. And like I said, we're over there on Spotify. We're over there on Amazon. We're over there on whatever else you want to listen to. Do the liking thing. Do the subscribing thing. I've talked enough now. So, thank you. Go watch Indiana Jones 5. Tell me what you think. I'm super excited about it. Hopefully, the next time you see me, I won't be in tears crying because it was so bad. I hope not. But on that note, guys, thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for listening. It means the world, man. It does. God bless you all.